0: Hey y'all, I got a question for you. What's a piece of gear that you maybe have unintentionally overlooked in your rig throughout the years? Well, for me, it's always been guitar cables. I figured, ah, it just goes from the guitar to the amplifier or the guitar to the pedalboard to the amp, and if one breaks, whatever, I'll just go buy another one. No big deal. Thanks to the fine folks at Runway Audio, though, I have finally seen the light Runway Audio is based in Nashville, Tennessee, which is awesome for me because that's right down the road. But it's awesome for you as well because Runway has the best cable on the market. And what makes it the best, you ask? Well, it has the lowest capacitance of any cable on the market right now at 20 picofarads per foot. And pretty much all the capacitance is is the ability to store an electrical charge. The lower the capacitance is, the less tone that it sucks from your cable from your guitar on the way to your amplifier. So if you're in the market for anything cable related, whether it's instrument cables, patch cables, XLR cables, speaker cables, power cables, you name it, Runway Audio has got you covered. And if you go down to my link tree, click the link for Runway Audio, any purchasing you will do, I will get a little bit of a kickback from that, which is always appreciated. So check out all the awesome stuff that Runway Audio is doing and pick something up to get the best tone possible. This episode today is brought to you by Stringjoy Guitar Strings, the finest strings on the market. For me, it has been the Orbiters that have been my absolute go-to ever since they've come out, and that's their coated electric strings. But if the coated thing's not your thing, totally get it. The signatures in the Broadways, in their electric line, top-notch quality. For acoustic guitars, they have their Naturals and their Brights, along with the Foxwoods, which are their coated phosphor bronze. For all you bassists out there too, they have the signatures and the rangers. Full disclosure, the link down below is my affiliate link. So if you would like to check out Stringjoy, click that link down below. Not only will you be getting the finest guitar strings on the market, but you'll also be helping out this podcast, which I greatly appreciate. So head on over to Stringjoy today. I'm not even close to the tip of the iceberg of all the awesome things that Stringjoy does. So click the link down below and check them out for yourself. Well, hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, Before we get to today's episode, let's get this housekeeping out of the way. So if you want to check me out on any social media platform, you can check me out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Pretty much if you search Man the Helm, you're probably going to find me there. Uh, But if you don't want to do all that, all of that will be down below in the show notes. I have my link tree down there. Everything is laid out all nice and neat for you, whether it's a social media, uh, Patreon, affiliate link, stuff like that. Uh, For Patreon, for as little as a dollar a month, you can help support this show. But if Patreon's not your thing, I totally get it. No issues at all. And if the affiliate link stuff, if that kind of, you know, rubs you the wrong way, you should still check out those companies regardless if I'm getting a little kickback or not. Runway Audio and Stringjoy, top-notch quality. You've already heard the ads at the beginning. I'm not going to harp on that too much. But as usual, thank you so very much for just taking time out of your day to listen to me talk. You know, it's crazy. It's awesome, and I appreciate it more than you can imagine. So, enough of all this. Let's get to today's episode with the Guitar Dads. <laughs> welcome back to man the helm podcast I'm your host Jake today I am joined by Dave and Matt from the guitar dads podcast how's it going guys
1: hey what's up man thanks Jake for having us on
0: absolutely hey
2: thanks for having us Jake happy to be here
0: so you guys are based out of New England is that correct Yes,
2: correct. Yeah, we're on the North Shore of Massachusetts, the beautiful North Shore of Massachusetts. Yeah, so we live about I don't know, Dave. Dave what would you say about an hour out of Boston, hour north? Oh, not yeah, like forty five. Well, I'm about an hour. An hour Dave's you're about
0: close. an hour. Yeah, nice. I was up yeah. that way in I think 2006. I attended uh, the Berkeley summer program or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. nice. So uh oh, yeah. it was definitely a culture shock because I'm originally from. uh indianapolis indiana so midwest oh, okay. you know what i yeah. mean so next yeah. thing you know i'm on the east coast and i don't know what to do anymore you know what i mean oh, i yeah. can't even talk to anybody
1: oh so, yeah oh, so in india are we going to get into the colts pats kind of thing tonight or what are we doing <laughs> are we gonna- <laughs> i mean we can we
0: can start to go there if you guys want to i'm not a big sports well, fan though so that'll uh, probably be you guys
2: that's right <laughs> okay we won't get into we, it we prefer Where are you not located to talk it about now, Patriots jake are east you coast. i did i hear you're like in the nashville tennessee area or no
0: Yep. I am yeah. currently just probably about 40 miles North of Nashville up in a town called Clarksville. So just oh, on nice. the North side, uh, right on the like Kentucky, Tennessee border. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Oh, cool. Awesome. It's good for, you know, gigging and all that too. Cause it's Nashville just right down the road for me. So totally. Yeah. yeah that's that's so cool. It's so a great area to live in.
2: Yeah. That's a great area. Actually, it's funny. My, uh, my uh, brother just texted me. He's on his way to Nashville now. Oh, nice. He's just going there for the weekend. He lives in Chicago actually. Um, And I guess they're driving down to Nashville today or over to Nashville. Yeah, I guess down to Nashville. They're driving down to Nashville for the weekend. And I think it's his first time there. So I don't know. I think things are going to get crazy. I think he's going to go on Broadway and get nuts.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) If I never have to go down to that strip ever again, I would be so happy. (laughs) Anyway.
2: Dave hasn't
1: experienced it either. Yeah. yeah, A long time ago I did, but not not Well, yeah, but
2: Dave, when we were there, it was not... We were there about twenty years ago, yeah, and it's 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 changed. Dra- it's like Vegas now, right? The, the it, broad- Broadway and Nashville, ago. yeah, for, it's crazy. For,
0: for yeah. me, it's it's all the woo girls. I can't handle it. You know what I mean? <laughs> the woo You're, girls,
2: yeah, no, yeah, with the cutoff, um, the cutoff, um, buses, school buses, right? And yeah. and it's like, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, and 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 then they just go down the street screaming, and they're like woo, and they're yep. like it's like the Bachelorette capital of the world yeah it's got to be by now i mean at least on this
0: side of the country for sure yeah and this it, like
2: it's just you just see bachelorette left and right and they're just going nuts having a great time dave yeah. you you'll you'll like it dave when, when you, when sure you actually will. go because dave's going with me and we're going to do like a guitar dad's weekend in nashville and hit all the guitar stores nice well you guys need to hit stuff. me up when you get down and here man. i will yeah, hit you no, up definitely will definitely hit you up and um we're gonna do yeah we'd love to we'd love to see some some of our nashville friends and hang out and we got to do that dave that's we gonna, happen, we're gonna dave. Make it happen i don't know i don't know when maybe in the fallish time May, frame maybe I like 2030 2032 you know? hot. <laughs> yeah, we'll see
0: right if not so, i'm just gonna do
2: it without dave so anyway well that works too I mean. <laughs> yeah.
0: so with you guys um i actually just recently found out about you guys um and that's kind of one of the things i like about social media is there's so much media to consume. And it's one of those things where i i didn't catch on to what you guys were doing until you guys interviewed rick and andrew from Honey Picks. oh cool. okay you know so rick and i have a pretty good working relationship i would say i got some you know custom picks from him a while back and you know i've been well, really digging the honeypick stuff but that's when i kind of found out about you guys but you guys have been doing this for quite a lot longer than you know yeah. since you just interviewed rick so maybe we can kind of talk about like what motivated you to kind of start the podcast, I'm sure you've told the story before, but I, I'm kind of ignorant to it. So I'd like, kind like to hear it firsthand if you guys don't mind. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think we do that. I mean,
2: I'm Matt, just going to do the shout goes, out. I'm just throwing the honey. Picks yeah, shout out the I honey picks. I desk. wish I had mine. I love wish I had some of mine in my hands. I, I got the kiranite Knight right here. The Kira Keir, Keir, Knight. Is that how you say it?
1: The Kiranite
3: Knight.
2: Yeah. And yeah, Dave's Keiranite. got the hat on. Yeah. I, I love the it. hat on. We love
1: honey picks. I mean, we those guys are so cool. We had such a great time talking, talking to them. So we want to have them back on. But yeah, I don't know, Matt, what do we, we started, so we were, we had been talking about doing a podcast for probably two or three years and, you know, uh, the, the dad life kind of took over and we didn't really have a lot of time or motivation to put into it. And and I, I probably more than Matt kept pushing for it. And then eventually, you know, unfortunately the pandemic happened and that kind of gave us the time to. To set aside and figure out how to do it and it it just kind of started from there so we've been doing it for now a little over two years and nice still rolling yeah
2: yeah well almost two and a half years we've been doing it we're on episode 110 we are still keeping track of episodes (laughs) (laughs) i think you know when you get to the point when you have a podcast you just stop keeping track of your numbers it's like you know that's when you know you've made it in part but that's the goal we still think it's a fun time to to count our episodes so yeah, yeah no, yeah Dave basically gave you the summary, but you know I'll give us a little history. You know I I've really been into got back into gear pretty heavily, um, about ten years or so ago when I I started really getting in. I was always an acoustic player, and then you know and played and played in bands and stuff like that. I'm, I'm mainly a singer. I'm I'm okay, I, I'm yeah. a guitar player second, and then I'm, I was usually a singer first. And I was one of these people that kind of played acoustic guitar just to accompany myself and singing and doing some songwriting and I loved it I played a lot you know I have a beautiful Taylor acoustic and a couple other ones and you know and was really just uh, focused on that and then yeah probably about 10 years ago I got really I got really into electric guitar and then somewhere along I don't know Dave what five or six years ago I pulled Dave along into the into the world yeah i think more like seven eight yeah Yeah. it only took me a couple years to pull dave into the into the fold and um and that was it you know so yeah i'll give you an example when i moved into this house about eight years ago this room i'm sitting in now was um just an empty basement right no walls or anything and i had like a little marshall no actually when i started i had the black star ht1 which is the one watt like Two, oh yeah like kind of practice yeah. amp black star that's nice. i so i had that and i had like an epiphone les paul and that's what i had and you know and i would play down here and then like it's just turned into this and for listeners that can't see this it's a room i got like four or five amps over there three four amps, let's say you know tons of guitars hanging on the wall i basically built a whole like home office around the guitar world so like right. I'm deep into this now right <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so Dave and I would just sit around talking about gear and what Dave and I really love to talk about, not only gear, but is about the music itself.
0: Right. Right.
2: And, and getting into it. And that's why our podcast is really focused on that. And, and what we thought was unique about our podcast was, you know, we're not just going to be a gear podcast. There's tons of those and we love them. Um, we're going to do something, maybe a little more of a niche thing, which is we'll focus and talk about the music we like. Yeah, as well as the gear that's associated with it and the gear that excites us. So, so it is a little more of a niche thing than just straight up gear, but we have a great time talking about it. And that's why we get into having bands on that we really like, talking about bands that we really like. One of the themes of the podcast is keep rock alive. Yep. And that's, you know, you know, and not that rock is dead, it's not dead, but the, you know, you hear these rumblings no, like. Far you hear these rumblings like oh you know guitar music isn't as prevalent and it's like no man it's as prevalent as it ever was you just got to go look and know where it is right right so um so so you know we thought this was a good way to do that is just talk about these bands that Dave and I find mainly Dave finds most of the bands but, <laughs> but, but occasionally I find a gem um you know, and then just, you know, tell everybody about this and just talk about it, go to shows, talk about the shows. And then, you know, the other kind of thing that we've gone into more and more over the years here is like this kind of, I don't know what you call it, Dave. Like, it's the, like the kind of business aspect of music, right? Yeah. We like we don't kind get of too that, deep into it, but we yeah, like, to
1: but get, we've started to you know, take a deeper dive recently because of yeah. all the stuff that's come, come to the forefront with like Ticketmaster Live Nation and, right. and all that yep. stuff. And You know, we've we've talked about it before, but then the Taylor Swift thing happened and and Mm -hmm. that really started. You know, we've been talking about that probably on every episode to to some capacity. We got into a big
2: argument about a last episode. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed that episode quite a lot. Did you like (laughs) the argument we got into? Yeah. So that so that was cool. And just thrown, which I think Dave is still wrong. But anyway, um, we will discuss later. And the other thing that we're fascinated by is streaming in the Mm -hmm. streaming contracts and the way the royalties work or don't work. You know, we, we love to get into this stuff because we just find it interesting. And and that's, that's something we think that, you know, people find kind of interesting. If we find it interesting, we think maybe other people will find it interesting to talk about this, like how much do artists actually get from, from streaming? Right. You know, how does this actually work? And, you know, over the last couple of years, we've had some bands on that are out there and doing the thing, you know, these up and coming bands, we got even more insights into the business aspect. It is funny. We've actually had some bands on that, you know, you know like we've had maybe some members of the bands that aren't as focused on the business aspect so then they don't want to they don't want to get into it you know they're like oh yeah they're like i don't know like we got it's ridiculous you know yeah but then we've had some people on that kind of lead the bands and and they get into it and they're willing to share with us you know how it works and what their experiences were you know things like how does it work when you're selling merch to the come to the do these venues take up, take a Piece of your of your merch. How, how does it go? You know, how does what's it like to go on a European tour? What are the audiences like? Like stuff like that. We we have a great time just t- talking about that kind of experience. You know, outside of the gear. Even though yeah. we love even though we love gear so much and we're total gearheads, not as much as some other podcasts that we love, but we but we have a good time. So
0: yeah well i think it's important to differentiate yourself though in this sort of space you have to have sort of a niche you know environment that you're creating because if you don't you're just going to get lost in the noise of everybody else that's doing the same thing so you know that's i mean mean, it's the same thing when i thought of coming up with the podcast i i love the here and like why you did this why you started this company why you decided, you know that sort of thing because Mm -hmm. those lessons are able to be translated into everybody's life because Everything is pretty much the same. Everybody has these commonalities where they yeah. were just fed up with what they were doing. Okay, I'm just gonna go all in on this. So, like you guys did, it's important to have that niche when you're ever you're you know creating something like this. Um, and I really enjoy it, you know, because it's humorous, it's you know, it's <laughs> we very, try well, that. Thank, yeah. We <laughs> try, thank you though. We appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> Uh, well, it, yeah, it's it's very entertaining in that way, but it's also very educational when you guys get into the nitty gritty of, you know, like, for instance, that Ticketmaster thing. There's a lot of things that I didn't know about that that you guys brought up, and it caused me to go look more into it after that. Okay, so cool. it was a great, oh, great episode. That's
2: cool, man. Glad you, glad you got something out of it. Yeah. I mean, that's right. That's what we're trying to do is maybe raise awareness about Mm -hmm. certain issues that just like people in general, like that aren't kind of in the industry, because we're not in the industry. Like Dave and I don't work in the music industry. You know, we work outside of that. We're just like huge fans of music. And yeah, I play in a cover band and we play out, you know, pretty often, but you know, I'm not doing this as a professional gig. Right. (laughs) Right. I think I'm in the music scene, but I'm not like deep into it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so, so we like, when we look at it as outsiders It's really interesting to say, well, let's think about this a little bit more, like what's Mm -hmm. really going on here, you know, so it it sparks discussion
1: too. We've had, we've had people on Facebook and, and, and others that have come on the pod and uh, that we've texted, you know, back and forth. Like if we bring something up on the pod that may spark somebody to go, you know, read a little bit more about it and then find out more information, or maybe we weren't correct about it. And it just sparks an interesting discussion. And that, that I think is one of the, the beauties of being so connected on social media is that, you know, you meet people from all around the world that you can just like have conversations with, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just awesome. really cool. It's, it's and get one all of those... these, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No. And get,
2: and get all these perspectives from yep. people, you know, and that, that's why, you know, that's, that's kind of what we wanted to do is create this community about things that we were interested in that we think, you know, maybe aren't talked about all that much on podcasts, right. Yeah. And then have a little fun while we're at it.
0: So, yeah well uh, it's cool too because there's <laughs> there's definitely a structure to your guys' show but it's it's a loose structure for yeah, sure yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's a great way a to describe
1: stru- it yeah. Yeah. and we like it like that you know it kind of yeah. it, yeah. it, it, it makes it more conversational we have exactly. we certainly have notes and we have a plan we know kind of what we want to talk about but we don't know where it's going to go and i think that's what makes it fresh each and every week for mm-hmm. for myself and for matt because you know even though we we kind of know where it's going to go but not always and sometimes like last time there's there's a big disagreement. We we want to disagree more but we the problem is we, we usually
2: don't. Dave and, um, yeah, yeah, like Dave and I have these conversations. Dave's, act, <laughs> Dave's actually like we we'll, we'll like hang out after the podcast. And just like drink some beers or Dave's drinking his bourbon and we'll have these conversations and Dave's like, we should disagree more. And I'm like, right. like, we, we can just manufacture a disagreement.
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> as much as we try. We as much as do- we
2: would like to do that. It's just not natural for us. So, and and Dave and I have had a lot of conversations, like late night conversations about that as well, which is like, you know, we're going to be authentic to ourselves Right? right. We're not going to let like ourselves get like get swept up in this like, oh, I need to get this number or that number of follows or we're just going to do what we're going to do. And, and hopefully people like it. Yes, we adjust if People seem to like what we're doing. We might do a little bit more of that. Sure. We're right, not stupid. You know, right. we're going to yeah. we're going to we're going to we're going to do what the people want us to do. But we're not going to you know, we're not we're going to be authentic to ourselves and, um, and and talk about things we want to talk about. Right. So, so, you know, and sometimes that results in an argument about things. And those arguments you hear are real you know if we yeah. do get into an argument which is kind of rare that we get into a real argument like we did they're real week. and we and we but they usually are real. don't <laughs> talk to each other
1: for days after that no, <laughs> usually no but and then they, to, and
2: then people to, in the facebook group want to take sides it's it's oh it, yeah it's, I was it, gonna, gets ugly. it gets ugly it's
1: great that and to matt's <laughs> point though it's like um you know we we do we do kind of you know we steer a little bit towards some of the comments because you know, at the end of the day, the people that our listeners mean the most to us. We mm-hmm. we love all of them out there that are listening and, and tuning in every week. And we want to hear what, what do you guys want to hear? You know? And because we'll, yeah. we want to talk about it. We want to talk about everything. So if there's something you bring up, we probably want to talk about it, you know? Yeah. So, and
2: Jake, you, you said it, I mean, I listened to your last, your last pod and, you know, you said it at the beginning, maybe that's something you say a lot of your pods, but you know, It isn't about you know how many people will follow and you know the Patreon numbers and that kind of stuff. It's about you know the people are taking time out of their day to listen to us, and that's not lost on us. You know, it really isn't. Dave and I talk about this all the time. We say it to our listeners all the time. It isn't lost on us that people—it's a heartfelt thank you. Want to listen to when we say it? You know, because we started this thing and we were like, "Is anybody going to even listen to this thing?" You know, and then we, you know, we started promoting it and talking to people and getting to know people. And yeah, people started listening. And we're like, wow, we gotta keep going, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's crazy too, because you know, I'm I'm pretty good friends with a lot of people you guys are pretty good friends yeah. with on the internet, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. Like Philip Carter, uh Rick and yep. Andrew yep. over Love. at Honey Pics, yep. Love them, uh, yep. Blake, you know, so that or Blake Wyland from the Tone Mob, you know, yep. it's like yep. it's one of those Mike's things great. where you know. I forget who said it. I want to say it was Blake on one of his shows, but you know, you get in what you put in, right?
2: Totally. totally.
0: You start to realize too, how small of an actual community this is. Cause when you look at it from an outside perspective, right? You're just like, wow, I I'm not ever going to be able to talk to any of these people. And then most of the time I'm sure you guys can relate too. all I do is just send a DM on Instagram.
1: It's oh like, yeah, that's hey, how's we it do? going? We, you know, we yeah. do that a lot. It's yeah. just you're right. It's, it's a great point. It's such a small community, and people really, you know, if they have the time to to be able to look those up, we know a lot of people don't uh, look at their DMs because they're just too busy, right? And and we get it. I'm sure you you do as well. It's but that's such a great way to connect, and nobody ever really the people that respond don't mind. They want to reach out. They want to talk. You know, and it's great. Yeah. It makes it yeah. what the community it, really is.
2: You know, it is amazing. It, ha- it kind of has blown us away because we did get some advice early on you know from a few people you know blake was probably one of them ryan burke from 60 cycle mm-hmm. was one of them and he was like just ask people guys yeah. like you know you'd be surprised how many people say yes and i'm like oh i don't need like an in i don't need to network with people and they're like sometimes with certain people you might need to do that but you know so- sometimes it's you know it's just worth an ask
1: <laughs> yeah know? yeah we've we've fallen we've admittedly fallen short we're trying we're still trying and we don't want to give out too many secrets but we're we're still trying, you know, we've reached out to, to, you know, musicians like faint, more famous musicians on Instagram and, and have gotten responses. Yeah. And to the point where we've discussed, Hey, we'd love to have you on the show. And they talk about, yeah, we'd love to come on reach out to our management. And then that all you know, oftentimes falls short. You keep and trying, and maybe you get a, a little,
2: right there. well, it's, sometimes <laughs> the
1: brick wall, sometimes it kind of continues a little bit. And I think the more you kind of, you know, squeaky wheel kind of thing. So maybe there'd be oh, some totally. surprises yeah. coming down the we, pike. You
2: just got to, like, like Jake said, you got to do you get what you put into it. If you're relentless, I'm sure we can get some of these guys on, these people on. Drag so, in and chains. Yeah, right, we, right. we gotta we gotta talk to you are coming on the pod and you're gonna. I mean, answer slash, that. slash is coming on. No, just, oh wow. Yeah, I, I'm impressive. just kidding. We have I'm just kidding. We haven't reached out to Slash. We did reach out to Todd Kearns. Todd Kearns. Oh, cool. yeah, Todd yeah. Kearns is one of those guys that actually responded to us and we had a little, little, back, yeah, and a little forth. back and forth. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, totally. And he gave us his management info. And I, I think it's only a matter of time. We it, it happens, Dave.
1: I agree. These guys are just so incredibly busy and we respect that and understand it. And, you you know, you can't just expect these guys are going to, you know, sign themselves up to come on the pod. They have massive management teams. So you got to go through the channels. Yeah. And and
2: some of these teams are very careful about where, who, who they're talking to and where it, where it is. You got to understand like there's a whole ecosystem to when you get to a certain level that you got to be careful. You know, we had, I don't know, Jake, if you're familiar with, if you're a Guns N' Roses fan, there's an awesome podcast called Appetite for Distortion. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard of it. Oh, it is, yeah, uh, Br- Brando is very a guy good. who runs in. It's a very, he does great. He gets some big names on there nice. and he, and he said, but you know, he's someone who's in radio, so he has connections and sure. he's very, and he's also extremely legit and his podcast is awesome. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, he says, he's like, you know, you gotta be, sometimes I get, you know, I get, I I hear from management like, oh, you know, we don't want to talk about that. You know, don't ask these questions, right? (laughs) like stuff like that. And then I'm like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like, so I, I get it. Like, you know, you have to live within that. That's part of the business that we're trying to run here. So, um, and we're learning the ropes as we go, but, 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 you know, back to the original point, it is amazing how. Especially in this community of kind of gear people, podcast people, um, how willing everybody is to help each other out. And we hear that from, you know, I know you've had a lot of gear people on too. It sounds like the gear people really work the same way where they even work together and share kind of best practices and tips. And it's something about this community of like gear lover people that like just want to help each other out.
0: Well, generally musicians are pretty cool people to begin That's with. That's true. Now, now right. don't get me wrong, there are some assholes out there that are just yeah. you know <laughs> Oh yeah. Whatever. But you know, most people are super cool. It's a certain type of person that picks up an instrument and obsesses over it for X amount of years. You know what I mean? Totally, it's totally so so you're having this commonality across the board even if you don't know each other. Well, If you've been playing for a decent amount of time regardless of the instrument you've put the time and effort in and you've been probably by yourself most of that time yeah good
2: point had time
0: to self-reflect on a lot at least for me that's really what i use guitar (laughs) for if i'm not playing out live is it's a more of a therapeutic thing you know helps me kind of reset
2: totally yeah you know that's what it is i mean that's what it totally is for me right and And even, you know, even the playing out live, it's, that's kind of what it's about, right? It's, it's, it's because like, you're not getting that kind of feeling enough, you know, in your, in your basement or in your rehearsal room and you want to take it out. And there's nothing really like that adrenaline in front of a live audience. Sure.
0: For sure, you know.
2: So anyway, I I love that adrenaline. Like I'm an adrenaline junkie for that kind of thing so much that my band that I'm in now is like a dance band. We're like a party band.
0: Nice, yeah. You know, like
2: we don't do a lot of like rock and roll. We, we we I push. We have a good rock and roll section of our of our sets, right? Dave. Dave was at the yes, show. Yes, you weeks totally ago. do. No, we do enough rock. We need but, a little um, more, but well, that's all right. Yeah, we get but then we, you know we get into like <laughs> disco. We have a female singer and I sing. And so like, and the reason I joined a band like that is because those are the bands that get people that get people to come out. Right. You know, like like if you're just going to go there and play, you know, the classic rock, you know, it's like, you know, in a bar, like, you know, that doesn't do as well as it used to do. Right. Sure. So so it's like, if you, so that's why I joined a band like that. Cause like, you know, and then I started playing these gigs and there's all these people and you got a massive full dance floor. That's an adrenaline rush to perform for something like that. So, so, but yeah, but that's right. Like that's what, that's what we do as musicians, right? It's like, that's just, we're always chasing that. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, I love it. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things and kind of like what you were saying earlier to um your point matt about you know the people that you know will answer you and say yes that's what most musicians do anyway most smart musicians at least in my experience you always say yes to everything oh totally because you never know what the situation of you saying yes is going to bring yeah that's a great point whether it's whether it's a small coffee shop gig or you're opening up for somebody that's huge or you're just coming on a podcast you don't know what the situation is going to proceed that specific instance is going to happen, you know?
2: Such a great point. I mean, that's a great point. It's true. That's just how it works. You just say, you hear
1: so many stories in the music industry about how careers started. And it may have just started because of a conversation that somebody happened to choose to to have. Somebody came back into a dressing room and, you know, okay, yeah, fine. I'll talk to this person. And next thing you know, it went somewhere and and there you go. That's the beginning of the
2: story. So yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And you know, and it is just because you said yes, you know, Mm-hmm. You know, it's I, I think it's like two i've heard so i've heard so, so many interviews with professional musicians that say two things just say yes don't be a dick yeah <laughs> yeah for sure you know I, and then you know you're going to be fine in your career so yeah so we try to live by that as well when we're doing the podcast well in yeah. life in general but you know doing the podcast yeah so.
0: <laughs> well i mean i i have the three general rules for myself usually when it comes to being a musician or or you know being on podcasts or hosting a podcast it's you know show up on time if you're playing a gig you know your instrument you know your parts and like you said your last point don't be a dick don't Don't be (laughs) you know you've got those three things you're golden yeah you you gotta
2: know your parts you know don't show up without knowing your parts i mean dave (laughs) <laughs> yeah, me, the guy just, who doesn't just, gig.
1: Just, just, just I, kidding, I, Dave. Damn it, I show up to my room in my basement all the time, and you know what I don't know his my parts.
2: He doesn't know his parts. I, I don't know what the heck he's doing down there. Anyway.
0: What, yeah. If you don't mind me asking, Dave, why, why is that that you don't like to gig?
1: You know what? It's funny. I, I've, you know, Matt knows this about me. Matt and so me for so long. You know, we're we're like brothers at this point. Oh, yeah. It's 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 um. I've always been a little bit more of an introvert. Okay. Um. And I and I grew up very, feeling very shy. You know, I was mm-hmm. always like that, and there's still a little bit of that in me. And even though you know my my nine to five is is not like that, I I excel in that because I think maybe because I'm so used to it. But mm-hmm. I feel this. I feel that way about like if I ever got myself to the point where I was good enough to get out there and gig. The more I did it, the more confident I would get, and then it would turn into, it could turn into something, but it's that, that fear that's, that's that, that, that fear of, of maybe call it fear of failure, or if it's fear of stage fright, fear, fear of just not knowing the fear of the unknown. Um, And I, yeah. that is probably the biggest barrier to me. Um, And also I just, I, you know, you're, we're all dads here, you know, our, your life, sure. your life gets yeah. busy.
2: It's tough, and hey, I'll I know, tell you
1: what, it's I, tough. I give it to Matt. I don't know how he has time to to practice well, and rehearse it, the way he does. I just don't have so much time to to dedicate to to coming down here and working on
0: things. Absolutely. But like yeah. we
1: said, you know, before we were recording, we were chatting about this. You know, I I just get into those ruts that every musician gets into. Like, how do I get better? And, and what I'm doing right now isn't working. And maybe I do need to do like what you were what you're doing. You're dedicating yourself to to working on particular songs and that's driving you to do it and you're learning things within those songs that will transfer to other songs. So, totally. Yeah. You know. Well, Dave's getting better.
2: Dave go. Dave's technique is getting is getting better it's and getting better. better. Yeah, I, I as can he, play as like he a acquires gym, more know, gear. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, unlike some people where it's like Oh, you know, getting more gear isn't going to make you better. I think that's totally false because if it's going to make you play more, then exactly. of course it's going right. to make you better. If it motivates you right. to play. I mean, it's don't go broke, you, you know, it is true like just buying another guitar isn't going to make you better. That's just true. But, so you know, if it motivates you, if it motivates you to play more, <laughs> then it's going to make you a better musician it just is. Right, so so that so that is that's been the effect of Dave. Dave's been obsessed with gear, and in that acquisition yeah, thanks, of gear, he plays more and more and more and more, and is he's, he's getting better and better. So, Dave, we're we're going to a blues jam, My and you're and my gonna wife play would, with like, our friends, with you. Bam, <laughs> and. and- I know. And we're gonna play with our, our friend's band with rage, our friend's band. Nice. Yes. D- Dave's just gonna, not gonna Dave's turn gonna the sit amp in. On. He's gonna sit in. that's nah, okay. With a silent amp. <laughs> I have said that a lot though. I said because cause Dave sometimes gets a hard time from his wife and she's like, You don't even have a band. You don't even gig. And I'm like, Dave, just come up with my band and we just won't put, we'll just won't turn your amp on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we won't even need you in your band. There are no amps. You guys are, there all are one yeah, amp, there, so there yeah. are no amps.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes. I mean, sorry to say that's and
1: true. You guys are all, all Yeah, we're, we're,
2: we're, we're the whole si- silent stage in ears whole yeah. thing, I, which I as don't... a singer, I love, I love as a singer. It's incredible. So, y-
0: you know, it, it, yeah. it depends on the venue, right?
2: For, it does. It does. For, yeah.
0: for something like that, though, the convenience factor is what does it for me. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I want to have my amp shaking the floor behind me, you yeah. know, and and pushing air and almost pushing me off stage. Yeah. But, it depends on the vi- it depends on the venue man you know not all oh, venues yeah. you know you can crank up like that and you know be acceptable you know dance volume for people that just Christ. want to come and drink a beer <laughs> no a
2: it's time. a really good point no it's a good point you know i've talked about this at length but and if you know as like i said as a singer i really like it i would i would like you know if i had my real way if it was like my band and i was running the show i would probably have my amp you know an amps on stage and still run my in ears and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but so something about like moving the air on stage, which right? I think would feel a little bit better to me. But you know, we use I, I have an HX Stomp, nice, the lead, yeah. The lead, the lead player in the band uses a, just a full Helix, and he he gets great tones out. of That's oh, actually incredible. when when I joined this band and heard his tones, that's where I finally said, okay, maybe. I can deal with this cause it's, cause I had played with a bunch of different bands and auditioned for a bunch of different bands of guys using different modelers. And I just, it just never sounded right to me. Yeah. Uh, and then, because the, I played in a band for a while with a guy that played a uh, Soldano, and we, oh, we nice. did a lot. Of, we were like just a straight up classic rock band. But oh yeah. His, to- his tone was just awesome. And then when I saw, and then I took some time off when the kids were born, and you know, and then I started getting back into it and playing with. And then you know, by that time it was the mo- everybody was using some kind of a model. Not everybody, but a lot of people were. And I was like, this sounds terrible. And then I remember walking in the room um at this audition for the band i've been now which i've been in for four years now dave which is crazy and seeing the helix and i'm like oh here we go i'm like i can't i don't know if i'm gonna deal with this and his tones were great and they still are great and eventually i went over to the hx stomp and for 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 a while you know what i was doing i don't want to get too far into gear but no we can do whatever for for, for a while what i did with the band was i have i have a two notes captor Mm -hmm. and i brought my marshall dsl and I just plugged it into the captor to oh, go yeah. direct in. And I had like a, um what, I had the more radar IR loader. And I nice. was using that as the IR loader. And that's just what, and then I had my regular board. And, and when I'm, you know, I only play on like, what, 60% of the songs or so. That's all I play on. So it worked, it, it worked great. And then I was like, wait a minute. You know, it'd be so much easier not to lug all this stuff around, and maybe get the stomp and integrate that into my pedal board, which is what I did, and I did that like three years or so ago, and I haven't looked back for the for 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 the gigs. But then I come home, and you know, I turn on the Jubilee in my room, and it's just you know, or the Princeton, and I'm like, this is so much better. The Princeton that's <laughs> about to leave the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're moving this we stuff. The Jubilee will stay, but we can get into that later. But no, there is something. There is something to be said for controlled stage volume. For me as a singer, I always had an issue of my monitors were never loud enough because the guitars were too loud, including my own guitar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, like I found myself shouting over my old guitar because I right. was on my own guitar, I should say. And, you know, cause I was never in a band and I still have a pipe dream of being the only doing like a power trio, being the only guitarist in the band mm. and, and still singing. But you know that's hard to do. You know I don't know if I'm quite up to that. Um, I mean I could maybe for some blues songs and stuff. But for some of the other songs I'm like I'm oh, I really up to that or not? I don't know. But I, I have a pipe dream of doing that eventually. That's because when a, you're the only me, that's such an impressive in like
1: musical thing. To oh be, yeah. You know, like when you're the when you're the singer guitar player in a power trio, it's like to be able to play that that you know uh precisely and to to, to, oh. to know your parts especially some of the songs that some of these cover bands are playing oh yeah in in, in, in singing and in, at in the same time it's just um never
2: mind like the the original artists that do it it's just it's insane oh, to me that awesome. it can be yeah. done you know yeah like these guys that can do that i just I just love it so. Um, but the thing is, like you know, you, you're sacrificing something, right? You have to pick the right, right material and power trios. That's why, like, I never thought it was even worth it because it's like, yeah, you know, I don't want to be limited. I'm I'm just going to join a band that you know has a lead player and I can do my singing and, and fill in parts where I can fill them in, and it's all good. Um, I, I joke with my band now. I, I only play the guitar if it's approved by my lead guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to step on his toes it's like you know i we we take the less is more approach it's like for sure you know we we record everything and we listen back and it is fine because I, I will go to him sometimes and i'll be like you know it really needs this guitar part and he's like yep absolutely and then sometimes they'll come to me and like sometimes it's like a complicated part and he's like you know can you play this and sing it and i'm like okay i'll do it i can do it <laughs> so then i have to come back here to woodshed and make sure i can sing and play and but that's the fun of it. That's what we love doing as musicians, right? We love to challenge right. ourselves like that. So,
0: do you do you guys find it that guitar players in particular are usually the ones that are kind of jerks? Out of the <laughs> <high band?
2: laughs>
0: yes. Yeah.
1: Why is that?
2: Right? You I, find, mean, I, I think
0: that's totally true,
2: Jake. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I do think
1: do they think they're like the coolest of the group? You know. I
2: don't know. The... Yes, I, totally. They do. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm because I play guitar and I think I'm pretty cool.
0: <laughs> okay yeah there you go see i i'm the complete opposite man um i i don't i don't know i just don't feel like i'm I'm there to support the song you know what i mean that's
2: the right approach
0: <laughs> and whenever you have like i've played with other guitar players and they always hey man do you mind if i take this you know this lead part you do mind if i take this soul i'm like dude go for it that just means less work for me yes yeah, right. totally. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah 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 no i feel so you know that that's really why i say this about i look at my lead player and i say You know, if you think it makes sense for me to fill in, you let me know. Because, you know, you've been in these bands too, I'm sure, Jake, where it's like, you know, you get the guys playing the same parts, you know, and it's like, and it's a muddy mess. And sometimes that's cool. Like, like ACDC, that's cool. Like, like there's a two guitar attack happening, but they're not playing the same exact thing. Right. They're playing slightly different parts. and the tones are so different if you if you listen to like isolated tracks from Malcolm it's like it's like he's playing like a, like a fender it's like it's so much it's cleaner totally than different. you think yeah, it yeah. is yeah. right so like there's a way that they get the, even though they might be actually playing the same parts the tones are different you know maybe they're doing a different voicing on the guitar so like you got to pay attention to that stuff a lot with two guitar bands cuz it pisses me off when i go see bands and like i just see the guys like literally playing the same exact parts together and i'm like right. it, it's not needed
0: you right. know what i mean right because so i avoid that you know yeah so, i mean because yeah. essentially you have you know you have the bass usually doing something very similar to what the rhythm guitar yeah. is doing you know what i mean so you're already hitting that sonic territory on the low and mid why would you try to add more to that mid yeah
3: Who yeah.
0: who is interested i can i'm sorry forgive me for not remembering but who is interested in the reverend guitars dave oh, me okay awesome I have yeah, you got a, the
2: Reverend hat on. I see.
0: I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a six gun and it is the oh, most nice. amazing guitar.
1: You love That's it, right? Awesome. I mean, the Reverend it. Guitars are unbelievable.
0: The
2: six gun. Huh? I'm going to I'm going to Google that now. Where how you long are have coming. you owned it?
0: Oh, man. How long has it been now? It hasn't been long. It's maybe been two, three months
1: now. What was it? Love at first, like feel.
0: So I teach at a local shop up in Kentucky. Um, okay, and cool. I was up there and a guy was, he brought that in and wanted to trade it for some American standard strat. I can't remember what it was. It was something that was, I, I don't know why he would have traded that traded that for it. But anyway, I see him walk in with it and I see him put it on the, you know, the little front desk that we have up there. And next thing you know, I'm, I go over to our tech. I'm like, Hey, is, is he, is he trading that thing for something? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's probably going to go through. I said, yep. Well, I'm taking this guitar home you know and that's how that happened you wow know what I mean? um the six gun is it an eight is it the hpp yes it is oh that's so GP cool 90s and a humbucker in the bridge it is phenomenal this oh, is kind of like fantastic. an offset shape
2: this yeah. is cool what color do you have
0: i've got that sun dark dark sunburst they call color. it coffee burst yeah I'm, coffee i'm looking, burst, I'm looking yeah. at the
2: website oh, that man. is cool I, see, I i don't know dave yeah. i'm gonna have to look more closely into these reverends maybe i just haven't seen the right body shape. This body shape is damn cool.
1: Oh, I'm still I'm still waiting to hear back what's going to happen with this. I did send back the one because I told the story yeah. on the pod. I did send back the one that that was not actually brand new and I'm mm-hmm. uh, still waiting on the new one, so I I will have news soon hopefully. But I was I mean, we uh, as I said on the podcast, it, we we were um I I picked it up in that music shop within seconds. I said, "This is an incredible feel and I so I cool. can't put it down." You yeah, know? And so I, I never, this isn't me with guitars. You, Matt, Matt will tell you, like, you know, I like, I, I, I want to play everything. I want to go feel everything. I want to go pick everything up, but I know I can't afford everything. Right. No, nobody can, but, um, well, Joe, that's right. So <laughs> well, when I picked that thing up, I said, you know what? The second I had it in my hands, I'm like, okay, it might be time for, it might be time to sell a few things and get a new guitar. Cause I really love this thing.
0: Oh no, it was a hundred percent ask forgiveness. You know, I I was not going to ask permission. You know, (laughs) it it was just like, well, we're going to fight this battle when we get home, and it'll be fine. Yep. You know, know, that's how.
2: That's how. That's the way to roll. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I like these a lot. Yeah, these are cool.
0: You know, with some things, it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? I'm a huge Wampler fan. So, you know, me, oh, getting, right, a, yeah. me, me getting a Wampler pedal or, or, or just any, any stomp box, really, it's really not that big of a deal. She might give, my wife might give me the good old eye roll when I come home with another yeah, box or something, totally, or, yeah, no but it's way. not, it's not that big of a deal, but coming in with the guitar, she's just like, hold <laughs> up a second. You know what I mean? Where'd you What's get going that? On on much, for, you know
2: what I, Yeah. So,
0: but it was fine. It's no, fine. No, it all on. worked out.
2: No, you get that. Like, we talk about this a lot on the pod too. You it's only like, live once. Look, you the, know, you're the not bills. Blowing, are, you know, you're not
1: pulling yeah. like fifteen grand on a on a vintage, right. you know, or 30, sixty grand yeah. on a vintage instrument. It's, it's you know, it's if a, the bills it's, are it's, paid, it's an affordable guitar. Yeah.
2: If the bills are paid, everything's good. You know, then you know it's like, you do what you're gonna do. You know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, the, the reason why I bring that guitar up is you were talking about two guitar bands and stuff, Matt. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. That guitar is perfect for me to go to a gig where I don't know what people have. Because oh, okay. you can they, do anything. Right? They'll have, most of the time, it's either something with a humbucker, most likely yep. a Les Paul style yep. guitar, or a telly or a Strat. Yeah. Those are the yeah. three most common ones that I'm going to walk into a rehearsal space with. Yeah, The P90s and the humbucker, it's it's a different flavor of those single coils. Yes, the with sonic, that, you know that, what I mean? like
2: I was saying, the sonic kind of differences yeah. are important in two guitar bands too, right? Like you want those kind of differences. So, no, that's a great point, actually, Jake, because you know, yeah, Jake, you, this you, thing you, has almost guaranteed. P90s?
1: It has a you no, know, I it has a humbucker on the bridge and then a is it? You said two P90s? Yeah, two uh,
2: P90s, middle and neck, yeah, right? middle and neck. neck. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it. It looks really cool. These, yeah, I'm gonna have to look more at these reverends. They're really cool.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I They're dig them.
2: Really em. cool. Yeah, I don't know. The, this like less Paulish one they have is cool. Roundhouse they call it. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm a Les Paul like fanatic
0: well so am that's i cool. yeah <laughs> you know i i love you yeah, know like like you know guys that. said yep. before man you know a, a les paul straight into some sort of british style amp it's gonna be oh, yeah, it for man. me every time if it's yep. a marshall that's awesome if it's an orange it's even better uh oh you yeah know, you like the orange yeah. oh yeah orange i love great. the orange yeah yeah not so much for lead stuff but definitely for that like super huge rhythm oh, sound yeah. you know what i mean what
2: do you do you own an orange what kind of which orange I, you like?
0: I do not but oh um, okay i used to play through um Oh, what was it? Ah, uh, the OR fifty, maybe oh, or no? Yeah, OR fifty oh, that that exists. I can't remember yeah. what it was. It yeah. was at the shop that I that I work at for a very long oh, time, yeah. Yeah. and that was like my go-to just to kind of play loud, you know.
2: I had an OR yeah. fifteen for a while, the little guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I liked, I like, I love the tone of it but then you know like when i would play it it's, and i played it with with the band a few times it it just it, it just wasn't enough wattage for me it just sounded yeah. like too small like in my room it was great and but even in my room when i would play it next to like the a, a marshall i'd be like ah, it just sounds a little small mm. but i played like i played like the rocker verb of 50 like the big yep. oranges, just like you said they just sound huge and they just sound so good so yeah I think at some point Dave I'm gonna to need to own like a rocker of a 50 or something yeah I think you will
1: because <laughs> yeah. it just
0: sounds so great so, well I mean first yeah. and foremost you need to get that uh, that amplifier from Taylor so let's yeah, let's go an ahead and kind of jump. Yeah. yeah
1: oh yeah let's get into this <laughs>
2: <laughs> Here so we yeah go. so so we went to this place. we talked about it last week but you know we wanted we went to we went to an awesome store on the South Shore of Massachusetts Matt's music not not anything no related to me. Yeah. Um, and it's just a great little boutique shop that does, you know, they ship all over the country, probably all over the world, I bet. Mm-hmm. And so they do it. They do. They they're doing very well for themselves. And they just have like all the boutique brands that you'd like they have. But but they had some Amplified Nation amps in stock. And I just had to try one. I, you know, I've had my eye on these things for a while. And I I was like, I got to I got to try this thing out. And it, it just blew me away how awesome it was um played the wonderland overdrive it's just like it's hard to describe how awesome it, these amps are <laughs> so well so, you
0: know, yeah it, it's yeah. kind of like what dave was talking about earlier when you picked up that Reverend. sometimes you just yeah. know with gear you know you oh, play yeah. that one chord through it and you're just like oh yeah. my god you know For that's yeah I was,
2: yep. dave and i just looked at each other cuz dave was there and dave <laughs> yeah. and, I, and i i think i played like an a chord through it and dave just we just looked at each other dave's like oh my god <laughs> that was it and we i was just like oh my god i'm like this thing th- that's it. it's over now i'm broke now, there goes all wife my money. Is sitting over there on the couch and, yeah my and wife was no we idea were on what our, was happening yeah we were on our <laughs> way to the gig and she was coming to the gig that i was playing and she and she's i'm just like look now you're gonna see some expensive gear in here she's just so <laughs> she's just so like you know numb to it and all. she's like whatever i so like, used to it now yeah she's like whatever you do what you're gonna do um and um and I'm like you're gonna see some expensive gear. Don't get too don't get you know don't get all nervous. Um, it was good though because Matt's had like the beautiful like leather couches and stuff. Yeah, so she was having a great time just like you know chilling, mm-hmm. <laughs> texting people. So she wasn't she was distracted. So it was good. <laughs> but yeah, so um yeah I've I've reached out to Taylor from Amplified Nation. I've begun the process. Um. <laughs> Of probably probably ordering something from him. Nice. And um, I'm really excited about it. I'm trying to move on my other ramps. So if anybody wants, I have this beautiful Princeton. Um, it's a, it's one of these ones that Guitar Center has where it's it's the 12-inch speaker. They put it in oh, this nice cool. like, burgundy. Yeah. It's a burgundy, you can see it behind me. It's the burgundy tolex with like the wheat cloth. And, um, you know, it's just a beautiful – it's got the 12-inch Jensen speaker in it. It's just a beautiful sounding amp. But, like, uh, I'm probably going to have to move it on just because it is in great shape. And if I get the Amplified, I'm probably not going to have much use for it because the clean channel on the Amplified is just really, really nice too. So so I probably will move that on. I'm trying to move on my old old Marshall. N- not the Jubilee, the other Marshall. So, you know, I'm trying to clear some stuff out. I also have a really nice 2x12 cab from Avatar. That I'm trying to move on. So, you know, anybody's interested, this is my plug. Anybody There you go. are yeah, I mean, yeah. really you're
1: selling it right now. Let
2: me you know. Can... Uh no, no, no. I mean, I'm not gonna ship these Jake, unless you should just edit unless this you're right, right out. Well, well actually, I will me. ship the I will ship the <laughs> Princeton. I will ship the Princeton. The cabinet, the two by twelve, I'm not shipping that. So, sorry. Not oh
0: shipping. yeah, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, to try not to dealing to get, with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So there's anyway. a little there's a little bit of a disagreement. I don't want to have to break up a fight, but um between you know, of what color I'm gonna be. The to get aesthetics the of yeah. yeah the amplifier. So let's get into <laughs> Hold this. Hold on. I <laughs> wanna
1: ask
2: Jake what he thinks first. So
1: okay.
0: they get these they I'm, get I'm these turning incredible, this thing back.
2: Okay, but let's talk about this first. Just so everybody that your listeners that may not know what the what they do here. So eh, eh, um Amplify does suede coverings, which I just think are the coolest damn thing in the world.
0: Absolutely. Um,
2: and they have all kinds of crazy colors. You can get like bright purple. You can get fuchsia. Yes. You can get it turquoise. Pink, yeah. You can turquoise. get mint. You can get pink. You can get, and then it gets like, you can get normal stuff like brown. <laughs> or you could get <laughs> silver. Yeah. So the one, so the one they had, actually the one they had in the store was just black suede with mm-hmm. just a black cloth. I think it was a black sparkle cloth. That looked pretty cool, too. I got to admit, that was just cool. But because it's black, like, you didn't get, like, it didn't just look uh, that suedey, You know, right. it's like, right. might as well yeah. have been Tolex, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you, that's why I liked, like, like, some kind of bright color and suede just really stood out to me. They had a couple of combos there, one, one in a royal blue and one in, like, a buckskin or something like that, like, like a lighter tan. And the royal blue one, I was just like, wow, that looks incredible. So You're now I'm wrong. thinking about I really like this royal, like kind of bright blue um, suede covering. I mean, it looks so cool. But Dave really wants me to get something different. The blue looks very cool. I do. I like I dig it. I like seeing it in person, but it
1: is not as cool. I I think the combo what you need to get is the silver suede head and the black suede cab. Okay. And you need to get the large check cloth. That's so, the look. That is. So theirs. so if anybody disagrees with me, you can email me personally at
2: <laughs> <laughs> guitar dads
0: podcast. Yeah, guitar dads no. podcast. Don't a give a personal. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. guitar dads podcast. Will will just shit. like delete any of those emails that come in. So that, I don't so so this is <laughs> another <laughs> disa- with me, you know.
2: This is another disagreement that we've had, Jake, which is I really think you need for specific amps, I think amplified is one of those amps. I think you really need, if you're gonna do the head, you really need a matching cab. It's a whole package. You know
0: what do I would you ag- think? I right, would agree. Jamie, here, here's here's my thoughts, though. I'm gonna kind of bridge the gap here. So okay, I okay, agree with go. you, Matt, on the matching, you know, head and cab. Yeah, but you have that silver jubilee back there. Yeah,
2: see, this is what <laughs> I was saying. Here we go. Where's this headed? Right, I'm ahead. just
0: I'm just saying.
2: You think a silver, you think a, an all silver look would be cool back there? I think it
0: would be cool oh, in man. conjunction with the silver jubilee because you're not getting rid of the silver silver jubilee, right?
2: No, that's going to stay there forever.
0: I mean, then <laughs> that's where I would be at. You really if I was in silver? your position, that's what that's, I would do.
2: You know, so Dave has made me think about this. So you wait were, a minute, you're I wanted me think to know, about so this Jake, too. would you do? Would you do? You
1: you're you're saying match the the amp and the cab? Yes, not not match the a, amp a and the cab. Okay, but
2: do it silver. He's silver this is what he's silver, saying. Yeah. All right, I'll think
1: See, about that's this. That's why I like the silver amp head because it it, it is probably at the height probably height-wise it probably goes right up against that the Jubilee in the cab, right? But if you had the black and it kind of offset from that
2: silver No, no, no. uh <laughs> Jubilee cab. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let Dave, let's talk about you because because you still got that Jubilee So Dave bought the Jubilee. We we have the 25-watt Jubilees because we're not trying to blow our heads off. Sure. Um, But it actually turns out, like, I've seen used, you know, the 100, what is it, the 100-watt ones that go down to 50 watts. Mm -hmm. I've seen those used, the reissue ones at least, not the original. I've seen the reissue 100-watt ones on sale like on Facebook and on reverb for less than the 25 watt version. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of crazy. You know, because I think people are just like, I don't need that big of an especially people like yeah. like, but I'll tell you what, the 25 watt version is very giggable. Yeah. It's oh, really yeah. loud. Um I wouldn't hesitate to 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 put that up against a loud drummer. Um so um maybe if I wanted to play clean a lot of cleans with it with the 25 watt I probably would want the the higher wattage one like, if I'm like John Frusciante, I want to do those cleans that he does with, with his Jubilees. I'd probably want to have 100 watt to get really loud cleans, but um, without breakup. But um, for like, if you want rock tones, 25 watts, this thing just will scream. Yeah, yeah that thing totally I, I think it's work. awesome. But anyway, Dave has one um, and he doesn't have the matching cab yet. And he's got to get the matching cab. I disagree. <laughs> I need to upgrade the speakers,
1: but I'm comfortable with the cab because I don't think, and we've talked about this on the show. I don't think that you're going to hear that much of a difference. You will hear a massive difference in speaker change. No, it's all
2: aesthetics. I totally the Actual agree cabinet you. itself
1: is is aesthetics and I like the I like the mix ma- the mix and match. I really do.
2: All right. Well, then, you know, that's your prerogative. No, I, mean, Jake, I, I think right ju- I think it's a jubilee. It's got to be a Jake? match that i got to match, so
0: if if it was me and it's coming from a gigging point for me cuz that's usually where I'm doing okay, most yeah. of the playing i it is about the show and the aesthetics of what's on stage do kind of matter you know
1: okay right oh yeah no that in a so the matching i looks think it's completely different
0: the matching for me would be the way to go but i understand too with your situation you know playing at the house the speaker upgrade would probably be the more beneficial thing in the short term and more sure financially
2: day. and more financially responsible yeah that too these, right. These, I have like, you know, this is a vertical two by 12. Mm-hmm. These I think they're up to like 12, 1300 bucks. I mean, right. that's a lot of money for a speaker cab, you know? And it's like, wow. I mean, it, that's it's kind of crazy. So, you know, because it says Marshall on it and because, you know, it is made, it's, it's a pretty high quality thing and they put the sure. suggestions in it. Like I get why they're charging that money, but I mean, that's almost as much as the amp costs, right? right. So it's like, it's like, wow, this is, this is a lot of money. So. I get it. Like, that's a big, that's a, I mean, I even waited a little bit after I bought mine. And then I looked on the used market. I finally found a used one at Guitar Center somewhere and they shipped it to me. And now that I look back, like there's enough dings in it that, you know, you got to be close up to see, but I kind of regret it. I'm like, "Ah, I should have just bought a new one. Right. (laughs) Uh, You know what I mean? Like, what did I say? I did, I did probably save like 500 bucks, but still like, uh, you know, how much is 500 really worth to me? (laughs) <laughs> yeah I probably would I would rather have a shiny brand new one so
0: well yeah, for yeah. for you too I'd like to know your your opinions on this as well yeah for me gear as far as what it is doesn't bother me it it's it's what it inspires me to want to play because oh, totally. you know what I mean like I I have a um I got a Harley Benton like telly thing that I've just been modding oh, nice every once in a while and it's one of the best playing necks that I've ever played on.
3: Oh,
1: those nice. are great guitars. The, yeah, the, oh, yeah. the bends yeah. are yeah. amazing for what they are. Absolutely. And so they had a, one and flipped what, it. Yeah. For what have you money? done? What have you done with yours?
0: Uh, new pickup installation. Uh, yep. Put a kill switch in it so I can oh, do cool. like the John Five sort of. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. You can yeah. John it Five it up. Right. Yeah. That's and awesome. then, um, but yeah, just like electronic, uh, you know, nuts, tuning hardware, stuff like that. Just, just yep. basic things, just to make it a more playable live guitar. For me you know but that's the thing it's like i i got it for super cheap and then i'm just like oh cool every you know week or two i can throw something else into it and see what i can do to make it a little better you know what i mean yeah, yeah.
2: that's awesome yeah no yeah,
1: you know there's something to the be bare bones that. there and you like the neck and you like the way yeah. it plays you know i mean a lot of guitar you can buy you there's expensive guitars out there that you just don't like the pickups or or you know the the tuners or whatever and you're going to want to change them out I think the Harley Bentons for what they are is, is, is their amazing value. And and it doesn't take much to, to make them unbelievable guitars. If you don't like what comes in stock, it, it, you can upgrade them really easily. You know, I'm,
2: you know, I'm really intrigued by some of the higher end ones that they're selling now. Sure. You know, higher end for them is like 500 bucks. Mm -hmm. You know, like they have some real nice specked out things, roasted maple necks you know, all upgraded hardware, you know, stuff like that, where I'm like, wow, that like, that's a value that you're really getting yeah. with Harley Benton. Like the guy, I don't know if you follow, do you follow uh, Agafish?
3: Oh yeah. You know he uh-huh. is, yeah. Yep.
2: So Agafish um, did some signature things with Harley Benton and the ones yep. that he spec out, I think they're like 500 bucks or whatever it is in Euro conversion. I mean, these things look incredible that he's done with them, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, wow, that's a value. You know, and you know, Dave and I talk about this all the time. You know, the lower end market for guitars is better than it's ever been. You know, I we was rave just about, about to say that. We yep. rave about the Squire Classic vibe. I mean, mm-hmm. this really is the golden age of guitar gear you don't need i mean we love to talk about this and philip and and we talk about this with uh philip carter from the 40 watt you know we love our expensive gear and we're kind of obsessed with it and and uh but you don't need you know you don't need it to sound good you anymore no. you, it, it's just not a thing i think you know back in the day you kind of did it like the low end Absolutely. stuff was kind of yeah. bad Yeah. now it's like you know go get a squire classic 5 go get a harley benton for like 200 bucks these are gigable guitars. You know, they just are, you know, I know. Jake, what are you gigging, yeah. Then Are you,
1: are you, are you, so you're gigging this guitar?
0: Oh yeah. I, I, I've got, I got that guitar probably about four years ago and it's I've gigged with it consistently. Oh,
2: that's awesome. Yeah. See, you know, I mean, that's what it's all about. You know um, you know, if it's reliable enough to gig with yeah, and you know, it's a good guitar, right? Like that's like, the squire classic vibe that, you know, I did put new uh, pickups and everything in it and, an electronic well i guess just the pots well pickups and pots okay I think, yeah i mean I don't, I don't know if we did the whole i guess it all i guess that means it's rewired anyway yeah it's re- uh- <laughs> right it's rewired <laughs> yeah anyway but you know like that's a perfectly gigable guitar I mean, mm-hmm. it's incredible right whereas some of these other ones like i have this um you know the bullet that's oh, yeah. there yeah. which is the, the i just bought it because it's red sparkle and i love red sparkle and i have a I have like a pipe dream that I'm going to get a custom shop um, red sparkle someday strat. And, um, and I bought it And like the thing, like, let's just be honest. It's not a gigable guitar unless it's heavily sure. modded. Yeah. It's just, it's just not, it doesn't stay in tune. Well, you know, it needs a little bit of help. The pickups aren't really great, but you know, if you like the feel of it and you did some swaps, like you're talking about it, it's, it's probably, it's probably fine. Dave, who was the guy, the guy, it was the Genesis guy. I would love (laughs) to
1: know what he did to mod that thing though, because it would be interesting. Right. I mean, he just, he obviously liked the way it played and felt and he just wanted to, you just need to upgrade a few things. Did you hear that story,
2: Jake? Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, Oh yeah. yeah. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, but I, I called like BS on it. I'm like, you know, he handed that to his tech, and he like made it into a whole new <laughs> guitar.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> that that's, that's was a good like, possibility. What? what the hell am I going to do? with this? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. no, but like with the with the Harley Benton I have, you know, I have I have no problem taking a drill bit to it. Yeah, to put that kill switch in. There's something you know to be mean? said about that. No, yeah. and I and if it's if I screw it up, I'm not going to be mad about it. Yeah. Right. No?
2: Yeah. 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 And meanwhile, I'm trying to put in locking, um, you know, locking um, what is it, pegs in my uh, strap, strap pins. Mm. I'm trying to put locking strap pins in my Les Paul, and I'm like having a heart attack. I got to cover it up in all kinds of towels in case. The, oh, come on. The, the thing goes.
0: See, I, <laughs> seriously, I,
2: I did. I did. That's so, what you know. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I don't know. I I am probably one of the weirder guitar dads, I guess, if you want to call me that. <laughs> yeah, you definitely are. I, yeah. I mean, I suppose I am. I don't care if things get dinged up. I mean, that's what Good they're for there you. for. You know, yeah, I've mean? loosened up at
2: it over.
1: Yeah, the years. you got to play them, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I actually that the reverend that came was obviously used and, and sure. somewhat heavily used in, in some in some way, um, but I said, you know what, I'm just going to play it because I'm curious how it sounds mm-hmm. in my room, and I almost said, I told this to Matt. I'm like, I almost just called up Sam Ash and say, hey, listen, you know what? Don't worry about it. I like the guitar. I'm going to keep it. But but because they were offering a brand new one. You know, oh, I'll yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. You know. No. Yeah. When you buy something new, there's something about putting your own own dings in it. I totally yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I, I've loosened up on that over the years. Um, Although, you know, I, I still I played a gig. The gig I played was a kind of a divey place. And we were staying overnight, and mm. I was like, oh, "I'm not gonna bring my best guitars out to that one." <laughs> so I left the PRS at home, and we'll just <laughs> yeah, you can't be doing. But that. I kind of regret you... it because it's like you get these
1: guitars, you might as well play them. You yeah. know, you know what? Tell you, you, you must have. If you're you're into the whole modding thing, what have you have you had, any, you had any good stories that you screwed up and you just you know was it your, yeah, some your first yeah. tries?
0: Um, I somehow split uh, one of the pickups to a it, I, I split i did a coil split on that harley benton for the middle position because it has a, a three-way toggle yeah nice. and i don't know what i split though i don't know whether it was the neck or the oh. <laughs> because i just looked at it and i said oh yeah this goes here this goes here sounds good plugged it in and i went to the middle position i was like this is wrong but it this sounded cool right. <laughs> it sounded really oh, okay cool. um is, it, is I, it
1: a usable tone
0: yeah um i so i have a uh i think it's from the i have a um, dime bucker in the bridge right now and um it has the middle position now has one of the best country chicken picking tones i can get out of any of my guitars right now
2: oh wow
0: and you wouldn't expect that from that but me screwing up that wiring and just never changing it you know i don't know what i did I, I'm sure that's I could go so in there. Funny. And, so you need to you, know,
1: you need to market your services because you know, if there's anybody <laughs> out there that's looking for great chicken picking tone, you know, send your guitar to Jake
2: and like, to Jake just out. looks at it's like Jake's like mission <laughs> impossible. He's like, is it the bread wire or the blue wire? What am I gonna do? He's like sweating.
0: Well, the bad thing about it was you know, the Harley Benton stuff, the pickups aren't, you know, coated with anything, usually. At least the one I have, it wasn't anything oh, yeah. at all. Um so when i took everything out of it i kind of had to second guess on where i was at with a few things <laughs> so i think that's what it was uh yeah it, it was it it worked out it's it's fine it's no big deal That's uh, awesome. But, but no um stuff with that guitar i mean most of the stuff i've done is is pretty basic the kill switch you know was pretty easy too it's just you know turning off the you know the main volume to everything so it wasn't that big of a deal That's good. Yeah, but cool i'm thinking about uh, eventually uh possibly uh harming myself into getting into amp repair because that's a, oh, geez. oh that's a need that is <laughs> down here and i've been dabbling in it for uh, about six months now but i oh, haven't you actually, have. well oh. i i've kind of been trying to learn everything i can before i actually get my hands on something that I way mean, I, at least i have an idea of what to do you know
2: yeah 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 so, i mean that could be A a good little side gig, or turn into a full gig, because yeah, it is very. Even in the Boston area, there's not many. It's not easy to find people, and when you do, they're way out. You know, it's like I need three weeks. You know, I need a month. It's like, oh man. So yeah, I, I, you should totally do it. I recommend you do it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, the only bad thing is like modding pedals or guitars. Like I'm not worried about dying.
2: Yeah, you know, right, you gotta you know. be real careful. <laughs> so no, no, that's a real <laughs> Yeah, that's a serious a real thing. thing, man. That's it's that's a real that's thing. truth. So. And it's, it's kind of unbelievable to me. I'm like, well, can't you just unplug it and it's okay? Apparently not. Uh, no. Yeah,
0: no, no. Yeah.
2: Apparently
0: not.
2: <laughs> no. No, it doesn't work that way. I'm like, oh, it doesn't work that way. You can tell I'm not a technical person in my in my uh, my professional life.
0: But but the good but the good thing is kind of like what we were talking about earlier though, like we have these connections through people. You you guys and me both, you know, of people we can reach out to for these, you know, specific situations, like, hey, I want to try to get into this. I wanna what do I do in this situation? Have you ever come across this? And the most likely the people that you're talking to, the answer is gonna be, Oh yeah, this is how I did this, and don't do this. You yeah do totally that way, that's right.
2: got to be how it, how you started right yeah yeah i mean i mean definitely i'm sure i'm sure you could talk to taylor he'll give you some tips
0: oh absolutely <laughs> you know, from yeah from amplified yeah i yeah. mean
2: geez you know he's he's been into it so
0: yeah, yeah. he definitely has yeah. so before we kind of wrap this up um What's on the horizon for you guys? Just kind of keep chugging along doing the same thing you are doing. Are you guys got anything you can talk about right now? That, well,
1: yeah. yeah, we have a, I mean, we, um, nothing we can totally, uh, bl- you know, blow out the doors on, but we do have a couple, um, bigger interviews coming up uh, nice. over the next few weeks. So we're super looking forward to, it. can't wait to get these out to, um, to our listeners um and we're you know we have uh we have a couple other things we're trying to get together if we can maybe make things work we'll see if we can get a couple other interviews on the pod too um and i don't know i mean what else man i think we're we're, yeah we'd like to try to get some like video content out there we've always had these ideas floating around from years ago more like satire and comedy on some of the oh yeah taking some of like the youtube stuff that's out there and kind of like poking
2: but good fun at it you know sure and, that's yeah. a pipe dream we have because we have some yeah. good ideas of like how yeah, we some, make some fun, fun of these ideas people.
1: but we just can't get our we can't get our <laughs> dad schedules to kind of jive together and actually get in and film this stuff so it's it's on, it's like, on the back burner like rick beato
2: is like infinitely parodyable <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. we could do some good, record. like, I could, like, like paint my hair with silver and, like, push it back. <laughs> we could have a great time doing, like, these these things, but it just takes a lot of time that we just don't yeah, have to put into it. Right. We have, but we have some great ideas. Like, like, why does, like, why does this song suck and, you know different things like different things like, although there's a guy there's actually a guy on youtube who's very successful that does that like he does, why that, does sure. this song yeah. suck so i think he already took the opposite of what rick is doing but you know stuff or, like or, that what like to do... does the tone is
1: the guitar yeah. tone change if you turn the lights out and, you know that kind of right. <laughs> stuff right
2: <laughs> yeah like if an old person plays it is it a vintage tone like yeah. stuff like stuff like that you know like you know stuff like that so yeah we, we want to yeah, try no, you know we're, we're just try. wacky kind of guys <laughs> we wanna, we're just finding this stuff funny it's, nobody else does it's, da- it's dad heck? jokes we'll it anyway. it's, it's a yeah. dad joke
0: well so, i think that's what appeals to you know a lot of people yeah. that listen to the show you know it's yeah. not just like the typical gear show it's you guys kind of you know hanging out that's all it really is really
2: it's what's what it is we're just what it is we're hanging out talking gear talking music and that's what we do but yeah you know we do have some big interviews on the horizon you know we're not a pure interview podcast sure you know it's mainly just dave and i but we'd love to have people on if we think it makes sense if we think our listeners will like it so you know we try to do a little bit of mix of both we haven't done an interview in a while. Um, we got, we got kind of really tied up in our lives and just didn't have the effort to put in, to get people on. And right. Booked. But, um, you know, then we started to, to, to do that again. And, you know, we, we were able to, to get some people to agree that we think everybody's really going to want to hear from. So we're excited about that. I think, I think we have other things on the horizon. Like we'd love to do some more kind of partnership things with, well, you know, different gear companies, gear shops, different people that we've been talking to. We'd love to do some things like that. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what the, what the, what the future brings us, you know, and, and like I said, I really would like us to, to, you know, do more like, um, you, you know, we're not going to do this on a regular basis, but, you know, I joked about, we got to get to Nashville, right? Like stuff like that, where I think like having these kind of remote uh, podcasts in some shape or form would be it would be a cool thing to do right um like you know so i think we, i think we want to play with that idea a little bit so we got we got a bunch of different ideas we want to do so we're not just doing the same thing over and over again but you know although the i've same always thing said we should just fun. go randomly yeah.
1: on a saturday set up a table at guitar center and
2: set up yeah. our recording stuff and just <laughs> that, like do a remote from guitar that's actually a really good example right? that's reason, totally like, guitar dance like material when dave and i go to guitar center it's like it's like we're doing a podcast. Like I just we just start talking a random like some somebody's playing a guitar and we just are like, Oh yeah, what do you think of that guitar? Oh yeah, what about this? And like it's almost like we're like salespeople, but we're not we're like, no, that guitar's <laughs> terrible. Get this guitar. And it's like this whole conversation that happens. And the people that work there are like, who the hell are these guys? Right. Oh so, right. yeah, I think I think we need to. I think we need to. Do that. You yeah, know? I mean, you could yeah. you
0: guys could absolutely incorporate video content into that as well. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could yeah. do I some videos. Obviously, obviously with permission from you know, yeah, from the establishment people yeah, 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 establishment yeah, 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 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But well, that, yeah. that's
2: the kind of stuff I'm talking about, like collaborations with maybe some stores and yeah. some different places where we could do some of this remote remote yeah. podcast stuff because I think we could have a fun time with that cuz we do like you know even though dave says he's kind of introverted you get him out there he's he's he is a great time
0: drink a little <laughs> bit of bourbon you'll yeah, be good
2: yeah yeah, yeah yeah he's fine he's <laughs> fine in the end so anyway
0: well and where can everybody find you at? let's get those plugs out of the way too
2: oh thank you dave go for it
1: uh, you can check us out. Uh, we are at, at guitar dads podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We got a, a, a group going on there. Come, come join us if you want and have some fun chatting with us and uh, everybody else in the group is a, it's, it's a good group. It's fun. Um, and, um, yeah, you can, you can, we, we, uh, we drop pods every Sunday night. So, uh, wherever you, wherever you like to stream, you can try to find us, uh, guitar dads podcast.
0: Yeah nice well if you guys don't want to do all that i'll have everything linked down below in the show notes so just click that and scroll down and you can check out all the awesome stuff that matt and dave with the guitar dads podcast are up to these days but hey guys i appreciate you for coming on and taking the time i had a great time talking to you too
1: oh thanks so much for having us on we
2: had a great time awesome yeah. jake this has been great thank you
0: not a problem but for matt and dave we're going to go ahead and wrap this podcast up and we'll check you guys next week on man the helm podcast